<laughs> so I just found that ironical. All right. Fucking season wrap, boys. Welcome back once again to the Organic Football Podcast. Here it is, guys. The end is near. In fact, the end is here. It is week 17, and the NFL season, regular season is over. The fantasy season in all formats that I'm aware of has come to an end. And, uh, you know, ours and our league ended last week in week 16, but. Uh, we all uh, watched the action in week 17 as it played out. And, you know, we're, of course, going to recap some of that. And what else do we have planned for tonight's episode, Rich? Uh, we're going to have some fun tonight. So we're going to wrap yeah. that up. We're going to look at we're gonna look at the playoffs. Uh, we, might, uh, we might have a couple little other things to throw in there if we get time. But we're going to have our newly crowned champion on tonight. Do a little interview session with him. A little fun time with Zach, our newly crowned champion, our lucky champion. And um, we've got some awards. The winner of the Golden Horseshoe and the trophy. He can have that award tonight. Yes, uh, the Golden Horseshoe right between his butt cheeks. And uh, we, we classically call our awards. I think Mark named these, and I love the name, and I've always appreciated it. The Fantasy Fuck Awards, which we have on a yearly basis. And I'm excited yeah, for those. Yeah, they usually come in a written form. And uh, this year we're trying it out, uh, you know, on the pod here. Have a little fun with it. So, yeah, we'll catch that in the back half uh, after the intermission. If we have time for one of those as well, I'm sure we'll find time for the intermission, guys. There's always time. Always oh, yeah. time for the intermission. We could have an intermission right now. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good <laughs> intermission slash start of the show. <laughs> and it's already time for the intermission. Actually, we did that in one of the first episodes. Remember? And then yeah. Rich, you were like, "Hey, man, what if we actually make the intermission like in the middle, like an actual intermission?" I was like, "Oh yeah, that was a good yeah. Idea, man." It's <laughs> uh, funny shit. All right, guys. Well, let's talk about some of the fantasy aspects out of Week 17, just some nugs. Uh, Rich, you know, it's, it's interesting what Derrick Henry did, obviously. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many records that guy set this year, but I think it was quite a few. I'm happy to see it. The fifth fifth most uh, rushing yards all time, fifth guy to get over 2,000 yards. So very cool, very big day, man. I, when I was coming into the day, you look at it and he needs 230 something to get there. And I'm like, man, that's, that's still a lot, even for Derrick Henry. And he, he got it, man. He blew it out. So good for him. Fucking great year. I, I love Derrick Henry, man. <laughs> I like watching the guy play football as a fantasy football enthusiast. I like watching him play, but just as a football lover, I, I love watching it, man. That's, that's why I watch football is to see running backs like that guy. Yeah. The, the way he's built, it's kind of shaping up. Like he could, end up being a generational type talent, you know, uh, he don't look like he's going to be slowing down anytime soon, man. Dude. So he ran for 2,027 yards. Adrian Peterson ran for 2,097 yards the year he came back from his MCL. Like that shit, that fucking performance still blows my mind that like what we just watched out Derrick Henry was actually not even better than Adrian Peterson that year. That's crazy. Coming off a bad, coming off an MCL. Like, wow. 
<laughs> he, he, that's incredible stuff. Definitely incredible stuff. But um, I think we will see. I think I, I can imagine another 2,000-yard season out of Derrick Henry and, and mm-hmm. even even more possibly. And, and like you said, he's built to not slow down. I, I think he's going to be one of these type of running backs that we're going to see. I don't think he's going to like – have two more seasons like this and then fall off the map. I think he, he's the type of like guy who can have like Todd Gurley. Yes. You knew where I was going already. <laughs> I was going to say he's no Todd Gurley. Shit. He beat no me Todd to the punch. Gurley, right? <laughs> uh, I think he looks more durable than Todd Gurley at this point. That's for sure. I mean, it all, t- the one thing though, and then McCaffrey, you can look at McCaffrey for this. It's, you know, once a, a real star running back starts taking injuries, man, you never know which way it could go. And it went downhill for McCaffrey owners. It's gone downhill for Gurley. Uh, who is another guy I was thinking of He's had some injuries lately? Oh, Barkley. Barkley was rough. Barkley was rough last year with some injuries and this year, yeah. He, what do you um, think? he definitely has those red flags. What was Gurley's highest yard total? <laughs> His yardage? Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't think he got 100 this year. No, 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 no. For a, a best like career year. Oh, what was his oh, best year? Oh, oh. Okay. Career year. Um, it was in two thousand seven. We're in the sixteen hundred range or something like that. Thirteen oh five. Wow. He had a lot of receiving that year, though. I think he was kind of a dual threat. Where probably Henry did, and always a touchdown monster too. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing, yeah, when we look at uh, fantasy-wise, you know, Derrick Henry, he doesn't catch the ball. We don't get any of that. So um, definitely, like, you know, most of his – when you get yardage out of it, you're looking yardage and touchdowns for this guy. That's why, he, I mean, standard scoring or non-PPR scoring, this guy is like, you know, he's he's got to be – he's got to be in that conversation for the number one guy next year because of what he does. Um, so definitely – Definitely. One yeah, thing, I think uh, you guys could tell I like Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I saw, I don't know if you guys saw this uh, segment in the pregame on Sunday. It was on Fox. They were talking about uh, all these players that could hit contract bonuses that week and, like, how many yards and stuff they needed. And, uh, you know, if they were going to get it or not, it was kind of interesting. Some of them, uh, Emmanuel Sanders needed, like, eight catches for a half a million. You know, Antonio Brown needed – uh, what did he need? Like ten catches or something like that? And Brady made sure he got it. That was that was a note I had too. Was okay. We don't play week seventeen, so this is the first time I've ever really checked in and tried to think about it from a fantasy aspect. And mm-hmm. that's one of the notes I took away was something to look at. If I got to play in week seventeen, are there some bonuses out there? Like that was one of the things I saw. I was like, okay, yeah, like David Moore. They specifically called a play to get him a catch at the end of that game. It, it was funny. And and I Antonio Brown, there was a, a key focus from that team to get him the ball. And same thing with Emmanuel Sanders. They focused to get him the ball in that game. So it's just one little quirk to look at, especially if you're going to play in quirky old week 17. Quirky. I like that. That's a good way to describe <laughs> it, quirky. I would say so. When, when you get all fun. of what happened that week. Uh-huh. What else did you see from a fantasy angle in week 17, Rich, before we talk about these NFL teams that uh, made it to the playoffs? 
Um, I just, you know, I, I was spouting my mouth on some social medias at some people about how I didn't think uh, Alexander Madison was going to have a, a good week. So I got to go, I got to come with it and say I was wrong on that. And sometimes even if you don't think that they utilize the backup as well as they should, um, they play a shitty run defense and that, that helps. So um, interesting game there too. I thought real quick, just to see, how many points came out of that game. It was like they were just out there to have fun. So an interesting little concept I might think of for next week's or next year's week 17 is, you know, are these teams out there just the type of teams who are going to want to come out there, have fun, have shitty defenses and put up points because that, that game was actually pretty fun and exciting. I like that game. I did have one other note for you guys. Some people, you remember we have, we said Mike Evans, uh, was going for his 1K. Um, he didn't get it. He, in fact, got injured. Yeah. So that's that's rough. I I don't like that. I, I don't like that in Week 17, especially for these teams, especially uh-huh. the Bucks. Man, taking that into the playoffs sucks. Yeah, it's him and Brady look like they were almost on the same page. You know, on a on a weekly basis towards the end of the year here. And uh, yeah, I hate to see Evans. He played through a lot of injuries already this year. And it's kind of seemed like he was hobbled all year and still managed to pretty much get out there every week. But yeah, this week 17, and yeah, I guess it was a hyperextended leg. You could just see he tried to like slow down, his cleat slipped out from under him and just hyperextended the knee. They say yeah. he's, they say he's quote unquote okay, but like yeah. I, I don't see how it doesn't hinder him. He tried to get up three times too, and he kept going back down. It's like, oh man. Yeah. You know, I will eat my crow on this because I was saying, why do you bring a guy like A.B. in here? You know, why do you bring a guy like A.B.? And now you look at this exact situation where they have a top receiver go down and you still got, you know, A.B. to plug in. He's still in there. You still got Gronk, Chris Godwin, you know, yeah. Scotty Miller. Yeah, You still got you still got is- pretty nice receivers. So, yeah, he's got he's got people he can work with and, and starting to catch a rhythm with A.B., so. Uh, just Tom at the Brady, right time, apparently. Tom Brady's always worked with like mediocre type talent, so the fact that he still has good receivers, I still think he's in a good position to win some playoff games. Yeah, so I was just gonna say on this uh, new wild card format this weekend, guys, it's the Bucks in Washington, and uh, you know, there's three triple headers, which is pretty cool. I think I mean it's gonna be wall to wall football this Saturday and Sunday, man. So. That should be interesting to watch. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this new playoff system. I thought two teams get a bye was kind of crazy because it seemed like one had the the sure thing and the two was always like, okay, whatever. If we get first, whatever, we're cool second. So it seemed like there wasn't a lot of competitive nature at that top seed. Where now it's like only one guy gets a bye. They're like, fuck, dude. I saw all those teams playing hard. Green Bay was playing hard, maybe with the exception of Kansas City because they had it wrapped up. So. Yeah. yeah, I thought it, I I thought it brought a lot of interesting aspects. It it played out so that there were so many teams playing down to the wire on Sunday. I, I definitely am looking forward to next weekend. Like you said, three games each day. It's just going to fill up our day with football as opposed to like we were getting two games before. So it's like just a more exciting weekend even out out the gate. So I'm definitely looking forward to these matchups. I think there's there's some really good ones. Some some juicy matchups to be looking for here in this in this first week should be fun. 
And let's see, who's the, who's the sixth or seventh seed in each one? The Browns and the Bears, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. So without this, this new playoff seed, those guys wouldn't get in. And I feel like they're deserving to get in, so. Well, that's not okay. Uh, I would say uh, I don't know if the Bears deserve to get in. They completely back their way into the playoffs after they. Yeah, got you hold your head up high, Mark. Curb stomp by Aaron Rodgers and the Packers once again. We are in the playoffs, though. So I mean, positive side. I mean, everybody knew Green Bay was going to do that to us in Week 17. So uh, positive spin on it. Yeah, the Bears are in the playoffs. They get the they get the seventh place prize of traveling to New Orleans to play the Saints. So I don't know what percent would I give the Bears to possibly go in and win this game? Three and a half percent, something like that. <laughs> Three and a half percent chance to pull out a victory. Anyway, but there is a Eli Meaning, Eli Meaning, Eli Manning, uh, beat Tom Brady twice. So I've seen some crazy shit happen in the playoffs. Like I'm not saying that they're going to win, but I'm just saying you just got to get in. Like, look at Zach. He fucking won the championship. He was like one of the worst teams getting in. You get in, crazy shit can happen. It's an oblong ball, man. That thing can bounce your way. And if it bounces your way, giddy up. Well, here's the good news. If the Bears somehow pull off the miracle and beat the Saints, I believe they play on Sunday. They're the uh, middle game of the day. Uh, guess who they would play in the f- next round? They'd play the Packers again. <laughs> so, Mark, uh, how excited would you be if they won a Super Bowl? Uh, I would be stoked, man. I would be completely blown away because, I mean, that's so far out of the realm of possibility in my mind at this point. You know, would you go on air and say if they win a Super Bowl, you'll get a Mitch Trubisky tattoo? <laughs> no, not a Trubisky tattoo. I'll get a Bears tattoo. How about Matt Nagy? Oh uh, no, no, no. You gotta have you got Mitch's number on there somewhere. Nag- Nagy fan club. I'm a bicep. Yeah, on there. that'll work. <laughs> or I I heart number ten. You know he's uh. <laughs> I like that. I think he's going to show his true colors here uh, this Sunday, and hopefully, if he does, by next season the Bears will have a new plan at quarterback. That would be. My what if he turns into Joe Flacco and throws like fifteen touchdowns and one interception, and just goes on some crazy? And just goes like yeah. fucking nuts. <laughs> I don't know. And then man. They pay him gobs of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pay him gobs of money, and then you're fucking set back five years. <laughs> Let me put it to you this way, man. My team made the playoffs miraculously, backed in the playoffs. Dub Bears. And I was so excited that I wanted to wear my Blackhawks hoodie tonight because it's fucking hockey season already, guys. I don't... <laughs> Bears are one and done, bro. It's not even a question. Mm. I think that defense can keep them in the game, to be honest with you. And one thing I'll tell you is that I've watched a lot of New Orleans Saints football this year. And one thing that's been a little bit of an issue for this defense is quarterbacks that can move around a little bit. So I do think there is a little bit of a formula here for the Bears to have a nice game. I'm not necessarily predicting a Bears victory, but I would say they're a little more in it than your 3.5%. So the the line I looked at, Rich, is Saints minus 10. Ah, Where do you come out on that? Uh, First instinct on that would be would be to play the Bears plus 10. 
Um, I think I think they'll keep the, this game close. I, if if I remember correctly, and I know this game was in uh, in Chicago, but I believe that game was a tight game when they mm-hmm. played earlier this year. Um, I, I'd expect a very similar game, to be honest with you. Well, and the Bears don't have Cody Parkey on their team. That would be the other seven <laughs> seed. The Browns gets a roll into the playoffs <laughs> from that guy. <laughs> and they play the Steelers, man. I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah. Dude, does anyone realize what happened? Like, the Steelers look so bad. They wanted to play the Browns. They literally lost that game so they could play the Browns next week and just be like, okay, we're just going to clobber you guys next week. We're just going to play yeah. right now, set it up, and then we'll clobber you. It's like almost like a bye week for us. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if Chubb and Hunt get going, though, I mean, Pittsburgh could be playing with fire. But if- Yeah, I, I think they've made a mistake there, to be honest with you. I think, um, like you were saying, Chubb and Hunt get going. I, I don't think Pittsburgh can stop the run very well right now. Those linebackers being missing is a is a key element. And on the, the flip side, you know, the Pittsburgh's run game hasn't been anything to write home about this year with Connor and uh, Bernie Snells over there. Bernie Smells. Bernie Schmellers. <laughs> uh, that feller can't get it done either. Yeah, nobody's getting it done. Um, and I think Big Ben might have had a good game, and now he's getting some rest, and maybe that recharges him a little bit. But I don't, I don't trust Big Ben right now in his arm. So, even though they have some good wide receivers there, are we gonna are we gonna trust Big Ben? I mean, it's it's a big spot. I don't know. I just have this sense that that uh, the Browns also will be a motivated group. I, I don't know. I, I see that offensive line pushing people around. I I, I think they're going to be able to control the ball. So, I I lean towards the Browns in this game. If Big Ben brought you an open beverage, would you trust him? Absolutely not. Throw that thing in the garbage. <laughs> exactly. Can't trust the man. <laughs> oh man, I was getting my hair cut today and uh I had like my my beard was all still big. And he got my hair cut first and it, he did my hair first and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I look like big Ben right now. <laughs> and I was like, I'm about to tell this guy to shave my face. <laughs> Get this hair off my face right now. <laughs> I don't want to look like Big Ben. I don't want to resemble that guy at all. No, you look good in a Roethlisberger jersey, Rich. You you would not <laughs> catch me fucking. It could not be alive. You'd have to fucking have my dead corpse if I had a fucking Roethlisberger jersey on me. Weekend at fucking I Rich's. I dead for every week, but why is he twitching? Oh, I put a Roethlisberger jersey on him. He didn't like that. <laughs> He just can't sit still now. <laughs> Dead, but still fucking pissed off. <laughs> uh, shit. What about this uh, Indy and Buffalo game, man? Buffalo has been pretty impressive here. Josh Allen, uh, I was looking at some of his stats, man, and I think he might have ended up the number one fantasy quarterback, but I don't know if that's including Week 17 stats, so you kind of throw that out. But a uh, hell of a season, and, uh, I mean, I gotta. I feel like the Bills should win this game handily. It would have been nice to have him on my team. I would say that. <laughs> He's a rock-solid stud. Yeah. Who would have thought, like, early in the season that Russ cooking was not the right play? Hmm. Blows my mind still. 
Yeah. What's happened with Rust? I know we kind of like talking about the Colts in the Buffalo game. I think uh, I think Buffalo is a little too much offense to handle for that Indy D. And I think their defense is playing a little bit better. So I do see them squeaking it out by about three to six points. Real quick, I know we missed it like when we were talking 17, but uh, did you guys see Jonathan Taylor this week? Mm-hmm. Went for 253, dog. Yeah. 253 this weekend. It's another so, nice guy. What's up? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's top 12 next year for sure. You want to talk about Justin Jefferson? Like, sure, man. I like him. Maybe Devontae Adams. A little bit of trade regret. Uh, you know, you know whose defense has really been clicking up lately? The Ravens. <laughs> Ravens wow. have been flying around on the defensive side of the ball. You know, thinking back at it, that might have been one of my best drafts ever. <clears throat> you had a really good draft, man. You had a good yeah. season, man. Don't don't get down on yourself for the moves or anything either. Like everybody was scared of your team. Stop it. There's no other way to put it, but everybody else was scared of your team. Yeah, I was scared of my team. <laughs> I was there at dinner, not even talking to the guys because I was just like, dude, these are some scary motherfuckers. But I will say, like, if if Jonathan Taylor can control the ball like that in this game, they've got a little bit of a chance. But I do kind of agree. The Bills have been Bills have been stomping lately, man. And mm-hmm. you you take out the Hail Mary game, the Hail Murray game, like, man, they've just been taking it to people pretty much every week. So yeah, the Bills are something else. And Rams and Seahawks, Brad, you have some thoughts on uh, what's happened to Russ in the back half of the season here? You think no, they're going to beat the Rams? I have absolutely zero thoughts on what's happened with Russ because I, I have zero idea. I'm, I'm clueless on that. Uh, the guy plays out of his mind, and then I don't know. I don't know if everyone's just covering receivers better. And he's just not getting time. Uh, the run game hasn't been that stellar, so you know that kind of plays into it. So, yeah. yeah, and he's been making a lot worse decisions. Like, I've seen a lot of bad balls in the end zone get picked off. So He that, was uh, in the MVP, you know, leaderboard for about half of this season, man. He was yeah. right up there with the way he was cooking in the first half of this year. Dude, week six, it was like he's the clear favorite. You know, if, any, if he doesn't yeah. get it, it's a shame, you know. And now it's like he doesn't even deserve a vote. You know? <laughs> I'd be worried if I was the Seahawks this week. Coming up against, you know, we'll see what uh, the Rams have as far as offensive pieces. But even if they don't, I think the worry has to be what this defense will do to them. This Rams defense is something else, man. Aaron uh, Donald is insane. Uh, the guy, the the linebacker they have too, um, Floyd. That guy is flying all over the field, man. He he's a wrecking ball. So you gotta you gotta be careful. And I I think. I think Seattle's in trouble here. Uh, Russ has Russ has been cooking up some nasty meals lately, and they're, they're the ones you you're like, oh, oh, okay. I'm just gonna pretend like that's good, and you're just like trying to eat it, but then like you can't you can't eat those meals. They're gross. Yeah, you get um, the napkin to your mouth, like spitting it out because you're just like, I don't want to eat this shit, you know? <sighs> yeah, exactly. You knew where it was going. Yeah, you don't want that shit. And uh, man, for what? For what the Rams defense will bring to this, uh, with Ramsey probably likely able to shut down freaking DK Metcalf, uh, I think the Rams are going to win this game, regardless of who's at quarterback. I just thought his name was Ramsey, and he plays for the Rams. Ramsey. 
The Ramsey, yeah. Ram- <laughs> I caught that a couple weeks back. Yeah, I was like, wait, Ramsey. Yeah. Ram- He's Ram- supposed to be there. Yeah. yeah, and the line on that game is Seattle minus four and a half. So if you like the Rams, Rich. Yeah, I like that line. I don't see them winning by more than three. I think we're building up uh, some of my bets here as we do this on air. But, yes, uh, there's a few things I'm liking a lot, <laughs> according to these lines. Well, the next one I got for you, and this line was interesting to me, is Tampa Bay minus eight at the Washington football team. And the way that this defense has been playing for Washington, and, you know, Alex Smith is kind of an X factor for that team, man. Like, they've looked like a good football team when he's been under center, and they've looked pretty bad, it seemed like to me, the rest of the time. So where you come out, man? I'm coming out that, um, yeah, Washington is undervalued for what their record is showing people. They're 7-9, and nine, but they're a great defense. The one thing that kind of worried me, was Chase Young calling out Tom Brady? Um, that was kind of a that was kind of a dumb thing. I don't know if you saw that, but after the game, he said, "I want Tom Brady. I want Tom Brady." That's what he kept saying. "I want Tom Brady." Like, ah, okay, man. Like, you know, <laughs> just well, just don't 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 poke him, man. <laughs> I will say, I mean, the young twenty-one-year-old defensive end versus forty-three-year-old quarterback. <laughs> I mean. Uh, if he can get to him, you know, he can uh, obviously harass Brady a little bit. When Brady's thrown off like that, you know, he doesn't usually play good. It's when he's got that clean pocket that he carves it up. That's the formula, but if Brady also knows how to shift the pocket on him. So if he can just use just enough of the feet just to shift the pocket on him and, and beat him with his brain rather than his uh, athletic skill – I don't know. I'd be I'd be a little concerned with with Brady in rhythm. He's it, to me. He's looked like he's gotten himself into a rhythm. Um, if you want to bring you want to bring pressure on that, that's when these quarterbacks who have a brain they know how to figure it out and mm-hmm. they know defenses. So um, I'd be a little concerned about that. Uh, this would be to me a steer clear game on that number, though. By the way, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. It sounds stinky to me. <laughs> I'm actually going to call Washington uh, covers the spread. I think I, – I can't remember what I saw. I can't remember what I saw, but Brady against, like, top 15 or top 12 defenses, passer rating was, like, in the 40s. And against, like, bottom half defenses, he was, like, 105 or something crazy. So I do know he plays a lot different with tougher defenses, and this is a tough defense. So I do think they'll win just on pure talent, but I don't think it will be a blowout. I think Washington might even have the lead for a small portion of the game, and then uh, they come back and take it and just hold it off. One more game, right? Yeah, Baltimore and Tennessee. Yeah, both teams coming in 11-5, and and this is a battle of some pretty good good squads here, man. So – uh, like I said, from the beginning of the year, Ravens were my pick to win this whole Super Bowl this year, and they're in the playoffs, but uh, I don't know. I think they might not be advancing past this week. How are you seeing this one, Rich? Um, I kind of spaced out, to be honest with you, but um, <laughs> so I didn't hear what you said. football game, that's all. It's nothing important. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but I happen to believe the Baltimore Ravens are back in form and and the form being 
also the hungry team that's pissed off from what's happened the past couple of years to them bounced from the playoffs. Um, and especially being bounced last year by the Tennessee Titans. So I think there's some motivation factor here. And I think the problem, like I've discussed with you guys before, with the Tennessee Titans, they're a good offense. They're a bad defense. Defense is real bad. Super yeah. sucky, man. I mean, they, they gave up 35 to freaking Houston this weekend. And don't get me wrong, um, uh, Deshaun Watson's a great quarterback, but that team is dinged up. They're injured. They're down in the mouth like you should be able to come in and stomp that team and, and not give up anything like that and and look at look at what happens there i mean david johnson's running on him and stuff so i don't like the titans defense and i think the advantage will be with baltimore here yeah you call deshaun watson a great quarterback that's funny though i would call him a breakout breakout candidate <laughs> yeah, yeah you would <laughs> <laughs> But man, when he does shit like that with like nobody out there, and he's got Brandon yeah. Cooks dropping balls and shit, oh. like, like, dude, uh, next year for sure, I think Deshaun Watson could be the number one quarterback. He always looks calm too. Like even when stuff breaks down, he's just super chill and like knows where to go with the ball. And even when he's just getting lit up too, because his offensive line is sucking it up for him. Like sometimes, man, I'm like, dude, come on, like protect this cat a little bit. He can chuck the ball, so uh, I'll be happy to see it back. Oh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah, he's always calm. Yeah, I bet you he does smoke weed. He seems like a weed smoker. Now that I think about it, you're probably right. He's probably going to have his own brand of weed when he retires. We should Everybody bring him should have their own brand of weed. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what I'm going to work on in the offseason. I forgot about that. I'm going to try to get um, Ricky Williams and Josh Gordon to come on in the offseason. Oh, yeah. That's what we'll do. I thought you were about to say you're about to develop your own strain. No, not not this offseason. That'll be next offseason. Okay. Cool. This offseason, it's all about getting those guys on the show. We'll, we'll have a special pod. We'll make a special episode for each of them. Or if they want to come on together, we can do that. Like, I'm going to work it out. We're going to get those guys on. Stoked, man. Fucking do it. Just got to get their email. I'll, I'll, look on, I'll look on Twitter first. We'll see what goes on there. Maybe send them some wax. <laughs> like, hey, guys. We'd love you to be a part of something great. Fucking hey, man. <laughs> Dude, we killed it. That was good. Well, week 17, you know what we didn't really talk about much was the Cardinals. Can I rant on that before Zach oh, gets here? Let it sure. rip. Yeah, okay. So it sucked. Kyler Murray got hurt. I think yeah. that sucked. I think that's a big play, big big thing in the game, obviously. And for everybody to get worked up about this, oh, we missed the playoffs, I think they would have won the game with Kyler Murray out there healthy. Mm-hmm. If he had a healthy game, this whole thing goes differently, obviously. I think that's obvious, right? Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy is when Kyler Murray went down, my dad goes to me, who's the Cardinals backup? And I just kind of stared at him for like two straight minutes, and I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> and then I wish... all of a sudden Chris Streveler came in the game. I was like, oh, it's that guy. Well, I mean, he's obviously won his job and blah, blah, blah. But to me, I know that the other quarterback that's on the roster but not the active roster is Brett Hundley. And to me, I would think from what I know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a coach. I'm not in the room. But what I know is that Brett Hundley has taken snaps as an NFL quarterback. Yep. Um, this is a playoff game basically on the road 
We need to go. We should have been going into this game with Brett Hundley as the backup. That's what I would think. So, you know, I mean, there's people who are calling for Cliff Kingsbury's head. and You know, he's, he, he should be out of here and all this shit. But I'm not on board with that. I think the Cardinals are a good team. They've improved. They had five wins last season. They have eight wins this season. They've improved. They're learning how to win. This team doesn't know how to win just yet. And I think this will teach them. When you see things like DeAndre Hopkins flipping off the ref, you know that they're just not ready to win. This is a team not ready to win. Like they're they're super talented. And when we get Chandler Jones back next year, and maybe we make a change at defensive uh, coach, uh, I think we will be a top team next year. So it's this is the progression I wanted to see out of this team. So everybody stressing is kind of like bothering me right now. Yeah, I, I heard that same kind of chatter on the uh, Arizona Sports Radio, Rich. It was some, yeah. a lot of, a uh, little bit of overreaction, I think, about Kingsbury. I still like Kingsbury as a coach, but there are some things. I mean, you just look at the way that they were the number one offense in the league at points this year. I mean, their offense was clicking. And these last two weeks against backup quarterbacks, I mean, uh, granted, like you said, Kyler Murray got hurt. That did fucking suck. But, you know, it's just a disappointing way for them to go out, man. I know, Brad, you were having high hopes for them in the middle of the season there. Dude, I thought they were going to win the division. So, mm-hmm. if definitely make the playoffs. And, honestly, they should have made the playoffs. They should have. But, I mean, I don't. In that being said, I don't know if they would have won a playoff game. But they definitely should have made the playoffs. Yeah, they, they weren't going to beat New Orleans either if they got in. You know what I mean? If they were the seventh seed, they, they weren't going to beat New Orleans. That wasn't happening. Um, if they were the six, I think they had a chance at the six seed. Even who would they be playing then? Would that be Seattle? No, uh, uh, oh, it is Seattle. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't beat Seattle. No. <laughs> like, no chance. So, like, yeah, like, uh, you know, grow, grow from it. That's the whole point. I think Cliff Kingsbury is a young coach. He's is in his second year coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Of, of NFL coaching. So. Uh, and Kyler Murray's in his second year. So give these guys a real off season mm-hmm. um, and let's see what they are next year. If if we're eight and eight next year, I'm like, yeah, get rid of the guy. He can go like, <laughs> it's not, it's not working then at that point, there's too much talent on this team for that next year, but this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Let's grow from there. That's some, can you uh, imagine questions? like, <laughs> are we similar? Oh, I was going to say just talk like, about... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. I'm sitting back. I'm way back here. Oh, we got, Zach. Time. We got Zach. Hopefully. There he is. There he is. Is that Zach? Can you hear me? I'm back. Yeah. Finally. Is he kind of frozen to you guys? No, he's super stoned. Oh, wait, maybe he's frozen with his eyes closed. You there, Zach? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Hey. Hear him. There it is. Your links took me to some fucking deep rabbit hole of shit. So. <laughs> uh, sweet. Well, you should be getting some emails from the Nigerian lottery tomorrow, man. So I think I won the lottery, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. So you don't you don't need your payout then. That's good. <laughs> no, no, that paid that paid Peter, so we're okay. Okay. Peter's uh, paid. But is Paul paid? That's the real question. Who the fuck cares about Paul? Paul? Who's Paul? Well, you stole Peter to pay Paul. 
Yeah, Paul's just this new guy. No one cares about Paul. <laughs> oh, oh, Nobody cares about the new guy. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, Zach, uh, I'd like to welcome you into the podcast, man. Our newly crowned champion in the league, the Any Given Sunday Fantasy Football League. Zach, buddy, you pulled it off, man. Uh, you get to wear the crown. You get to hoist the trophy. So, you know, just your overview. It was your rookie year. Tell me how you feel about the whole experience, bro. Um, I loved what you guys did. You know, um, uh, you know, let the new guy win, get him hooked, um, and then just kind of, you know, so he keeps going year after year um, and, you know, gets – it's like the casino. Uh, I like it, you know. <laughs> Sweet. Well, uh, no, thanks no, was- for thanks for the comment, Zach, and we were glad to have you on. And uh, yeah. Anyways, guys, what's up? <laughs> just, I'm just fucking. Yeah, we're glad to have you, man. <laughs> it was a good season. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I, like I said, I'm hooked and ready have for next year. <laughs> That's good, man. Perfect. We were, it was good we had you on, Brad. You're on mute. Yeah, you're on mute, Brad. <laughs> Yeah, like five free years now, Zach. So that's good. Yeah, I was going to oh, offer yeah. you uh, some store credits on the uh, payout there, Zach. So I hope no, that works for you. No, I talked over with my advisor, and I'm going to keep it, you know. I'll take it all. <laughs> well, he uh, had like a pretty good offer, though. You, you might want to listen. What was your good offers? Yeah. There's other ways. Yeah. All right. So I'll pay you $600 out of your 1030 that you won. Right. Uh, and offer you two years of store credit. And uh, hey, I'll even put a plaque on the trophy for you with your name. Doing be engraved forever. Well, that's a pretty good deal. Wait. Yeah. Don't I already get that? Smoking. Uh, he thought wait, that what? was included. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. You didn't read all the fine print, I guess. Yeah. Oh, Mark sent you, you a lot of text. Mark yeah. sent you a lot of text about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. you probably should have read the text from the commission. Rookie mistake. That's all right, though. Oh, I read the <laughs> I read the guidelines though. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's all that mattered. Uh, well, yeah, man. Tell me about your uh, team, dude. You know, you. I don't know how much uh, playoff or sorry fantasy experience you had coming into this year. Uh, you're a big football fan, and, you know, what did you like best about your team that made this amazing run for you, bro? So, I like football in watching it. Um, this is, like, my first year that I actually dove into fantasy real deep. Um, it's a pretty easy game, right? It's super easy. No, not at all. It's very hard. <laughs> but you got a trophy to show for it, man. There's so, a lot of I need you to do that, a rookie. Are, that are made. Um, chalk this one up to dumb luck because a lot of the mistakes that I made uh, helped me out in the long run. But uh, yeah, it, it, it made it so that I actually enjoyed and gave some weight to watching the games rather than just watching it. So mm-hmm. it, it gives it gives it um, what I'm trying to say, value. You say. Mm-hmm. More, more focused, like intent when you're watching. It gives you like, yeah, like you, you, you take more out of the game of just watching it. You're, yeah, you're more you interested. A, I would say you have a stake in it because you're like, yeah. ah, oh fuck, I need them to go. I need them to go. It doesn't matter what yeah. game you're watching. It's you have a stake in it. Yeah, 
So. Yeah, yeah, because you know, between your players, the other guys' players, exactly, you are you're like, okay, like this affects this, and this affects this, and then you get later in the season, even, and you're thinking about other people's matchups. So, like, yeah, it's just it does it creates a vested interest for for you personally. I think that's what that's what, yeah, like I, I like hearing that from a rookie's perspective. Like, oh yeah, like it's cool. It like makes all the all all of it very interesting to me. Oh, what do you got there, Zach? What are you having? Mark's not even watching. That's fine. <laughs> no, I saw it. You're drinking the Truly in, in honor of uh, me? You in honor of the commissioner. Yeah, I got, a, I got an 18-pack. You know, I'm just an 18-pack. That's a little more than an honor. Yeah. What's well, the best buy? Going with the, the, you know, the hard seltzer, man, it was, a, it was a phase for me, and I think I phased out of it, so... Oh. Uh, maybe, maybe summertime it'll yeah. come around, but yeah, Mark's been hitting the whiskey. I think. Yeah, I've been going straight whiskey lately, man. Bourbon. I've been reading up on bourbon. So be a connoisseur, guys. I like to mix the uh, the ice, you know, the ice uh, drinks, the bubbly drinks, with tequila. Those hit fucking hard. Mm. Mm. Fucking hard. He, he came hard with that one. Yeah, yeah. you came hard. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> that, that tequila hit you. Zach's like, I fucking get fucking rolling on some fucking tequila, man. <laughs> I remember when I was 29, too. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that how old you are, Zach? 29? That is true. 29. 29. 29. 29. 29. 29. 29-year-old champion. Okay, Zach. As we get through this here, so you're you're going to be given. I don't know if we've made arrangements yet with the trophy or anything, but you're going to be getting a trophy. I heard. So okay. We're on the street now. Do I oh. have to wear my tuxedo for that event, or? Um... Yeah. Brad will probably yeah, mix it up. I mean, that's that's just how Brad rolls. But I just don't see why you wouldn't want to wear a tuxedo. Like, <laughs> I go get gas. First thing I'm going to. First thing I'm going to explain to you. Go ahead. Listen, Jay's had it for two years. Uh, I, I, even if he, even if it has a cleaning before it comes to you, I'm going to suggest you give it its own cleaning when you get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Especially before you touch it, you know, and stuff like I don't before know I drink out of it. it. I don't. You shouldn't drink out of it before. You know, it's a football. It. So it's a football. You <sighs> you would you would tuck it, you tuck it away like a football. So okay. So listen. Okay, I'm the co-commissioner, and I, I, I'm a former champion. I've held this trophy. I've, I've placed it in my home before. Um, you will take care of this trophy, Zach. There will come no damage to this trophy. I hope you understand. Oh, no, no. I will, hope you it will, know. It's, it's, going like up on, it's going up on my shelf next to my, my bowl. Okay. With like, okay. Not like a bowl, but like a, a you know, cattle bowl with a big old nut sack <laughs> right there. It's just going to go right there next to him. Talk, now talk to me about lighting. Talk to me about lighting. I, I'm among uh-huh. electricians here, guys. So and so like in me, lighting, I'm lighting. It could be better. I'll I'll get a nice good mm. down light mm. on it to okay. spotlight the the trophy. I'll do this just for the trophy. Yeah. But okay. Okay. I'm well, saying even even a battery operated light would work. I mean, just get, get give it no, some lighting. No, it's good. No. No, that will not work. Why will not be battery operated? Depends on what he does. 
Brad, wireless okay. electricians right. are the future. <laughs> no, I mean, you can do some low voltage, nice LED shit. You will not do no battery operated shit. Have you okay. seen the new Clapper? You know what you will do is you will, I will stress this one more time. You will take care of this, this freaking trophy. Oh, it, it is like a baby. You will, you will absolutely nuzzle it. When I, when I first received the trophy, I held it in my two hands like this. It was a proud moment and then for I, Rich. I was there. I stared into its eyes for like an hour. <laughs> and then we walked around and I tucked it under my arm like a football. I would never fumble it. I had two hands on that fucker. It would, it would never go anywhere. So just take care of it and treat her nice. So. Mark, what was your first reaction to your trophy, holding your trophy? Uh, well, I had the old trophy. trophy. It was different trophy. Long ago, um, it was not as prestigious as this trophy, to say the least. And uh, I don't know. I took the best care of it that I could. It was given to me with a few dings and dents into it already. And then the subsequent champion uh, dropped it the first day he got it from the story I heard. And the story we heard, yeah. And so, hold on, Mark. I'm springing this on you, but I have, I have a rule. I think um, you talk about dense, and it kind of just like I, I, it makes my blood boil. And, and so I just, I can't have any dense. So, if we have a dent, if one of these champions of the future creates a dent on our beautiful trophy, I think there needs to be a punishment. Yeah. Do they have to pay for their um, season? I can punch him in the face. <laughs> no, honestly, um I'll, I'll dent vote him. That, Brad. I'll vote for that. I'll dent him. I guarantee you. <laughs> I'll leave him. Someone's, someone's taking a dent. Dent <laughs> my trophy, I dent your head. That kind of makes sense to me. Um I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, honestly, I did have kind of a penalty in mind. Oh, um, okay. How about that person drafts with about $150 that year oh. in our draft? But how are we going to know? How would you know? How are we going to know? Take. No, we're going to take pictures. No, I mean, take no. pictures. It's like, It'll when, be you, like when I take my truck. When I take my truck to the dealership, they take pictures of my truck all around it, so they know all the dents that existed. So if anything happens, I can't just be like, "Oh, that was that was my problem," you know. But you won't that? know until the next season when somebody else. Correct. Correct. Uh, but then, uh, but okay, you take the punishment whenever. So we I'm find just out. saying. I mean, I'm just I would. Okay. If, in a gentleman's league, though, Zach, I'll have you know, if we have a rule and you break it, you should just own up to it. Like, yeah. if you dented the trophy, you would just tell us, hey, I dented the trophy. I, I really apologize, guys. Here's what happened. And we would go into that next season, and you would be down $50 heading into the draft. I think I think it's an appropriate fee. There's no statute of limitations on this either, so. Yeah, I mean, whenever we find out is when we find out, but you yeah. should just tell us. Like, if you don't notice a dent, I mean, that Ooh. seems weird, but. You come clean, it's twenty five bucks. We find out okay. it's fifty. <laughs> I I honestly think we're in a gentleman's league, and if you scratched it or you dented it, you would just say, "Hey, I fucked up. Look, yeah. something happened. I'm I'm fucked up. I understand. I fucked up. I only get one hundred and fifty this year." So, <laughs> what I can hear is, who fucked up the trophy this year? <laughs> no one's fucked up the trophy. The trophy you're receiving. No, this is trophy be is immaculate. At well, least it should be. No one's seen it. 
Actually, yeah. If Zach, if if Jay does, let's we need to inspect it from Jay's hands. Oh, don't worry. I'm already taking yes. a video of this the day I get this. Oc- you know, 360 view. That way. Yes. Yes. Have my ass yes. covered. That's how we'll clarify. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get that set up, but um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think some sort of punishment should happen if somebody fucks up the fucking trophy. If whether it's me punching somebody in the head, um, oh, let me punch him. No, bro, oh, make it your knuckles are too right. fucked up, bro. Dude, my knuckles yeah, will hurt. Let me, just let me do it, bro. That's yeah. like brass knuckles. Yeah. It is. They're, they're, <laughs> they're uh, block, block like a like masonry wall. That's what it's kind of like in your hand. It's crazy. You know, originally, yeah, I, don't know if, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, I was, when I was going to buy that football trophy, I almost was leaning towards a wrestling belt, like a WWE belt that said, like, fantasy champion that you could just wear on your shoulder. And I was like, man, that'd be fucking dope. But then uh, I think, who was I talking to? I think I was talking to Chris, and he talked to me out of it. He's like, dude, just get a badass trophy. I was like, all right. So. <laughs> and that trophy okay, is well, badass. We can still it find a – somebody could wear a belt, I mean, for something, man. We got to we gotta get a wrestling belt award in this league. Got a belt, man. Guys okay, should have made it into a bong. Should have made the football into a bong. Dude, we like, literally said, talked about that. If I would have won, I was going to transform that thing into a rig. <laughs> that's but, right. He did say that. <laughs> nice little percolator and everything, but – Nope. What's Zach going to turn it into? Just good old Stanley so Cup. Top cup. Hey, Zach, I got his... a question for you. Yeah, what's up, Riz? Who Who is your favorite player of yours to watch this year? As as you know, all of the guys you rostered. Who's your favorite guy that you rostered this year? Basically, who were you like? Yeah, fuck yeah, I got that guy. He's kicking ass. Towards the end, it's probably Baker Mayfield. It was because that was my pick that I that yeah. It was Baker because I made that move, and I'm like, I want to pick him up, and I'm going to go for it. And like, fuck this dude. He's doing good. And, you know, I talked to my advisor, and I was like, hey, this is why, you know, you know, I think that this should be a really good move because fuck Matt Ryan. He's doing shitty for me. And, uh, you know, I was like, so I enjoyed watching Baker play towards the end. Huh. I, I caught a – I caught an interesting thing you said there. You said you no, spoke not, with your advisor. No, no, no. Is that what you said? No. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Hmm. Sounds like an interesting setup you got there. Hey, Rich, do you, ever, advisor. Rich, do you have a retirement fund? What's that? I'm sorry. You you've broke up. I said, do you have a retirement fund? Like investments? Do I have a retirement fund? Yeah, an investment. Investments? I might. I might have some money around. Why? Do you have an advisor? What, what for? Do you have an advisor? Financial advisor? Were you making all these moves yourself? No. He I does his research. Myself. He actually my does research. his research. Myself. <laughs> Collectively comes up with his own. He becomes his own expert. I think that's what we've been talking about this year. Yes, I use many experts, and I am my own expert. <laughs> but it seems as though you have some sort of unnamed advisor. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, no, Zach my best advisor probably would have to be league. organic football. 
Listen to that podcast. There you go. Listen to that podcast every week. Got that subscribe button. So uh Boom. That's right. Nailed it. Smashed it. Yep. <laughs> It's all good, man. Episodes, we a championship. It's How many episodes this? have we done? Well, this is 19. Close. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Zach, you are a guest on episode 47. Half there. <laughs> Close. Half there. He's half there, he said. Close. <laughs> Hold on. All right. You think what's two times nineteen there, Zach? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. <laughs> Close. Close, Close to that forty-seven. That's about half. Four point five. See, Zach is not an analytics guy when it comes to his fantasy football he teams. He doesn't really. <laughs> it's a feeling. There's no fucking numbers. Don't yeah. mean shit. I hate data. I hate numbers. They don't mean anything. It's no, all about the feelings. Of sometimes the personality. Sometimes going with your gut is the best way to go, man. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. I like my numbers. They're like a warm blanket to me. They make me feel nice. <laughs> I put those two together. Numbers and feelings. Well, shit. All right. I wanted to know which skill player was your favorite skill player, Zach. You told me Baker Mayfield, but I'm wondering about your skill players. You, that you'll get to know this about me. I, I'm just mostly interested in skill players. So, <laughs> so which which one of those guys did you like best? And also, Rich would like to know how your kicker did in the championship. Kickers are his picks. <laughs> Rich gives My two shits about kicker. Um, Scup co- scored seven in the championship game, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. Who did? Scoop. 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 I, Scoop? No, I can't read. Scoops. Hey. No, I no, hate that guy's Scoop. name, too. Rich, I actually don't even remember his I remember DeVises, and now I remember Scoops. <laughs> so Scoops scores seven points for you, yeah. <laughs> but no. Suck up, right? right? Ryan, Ryan suck up. up. The kicker from yeah. Okay, Scoops. Scoops. He will forever now be known as Scoops. Now he's Scoops. I think Scoops is a cool name, though. What up, Scoops? I agree. Scoops. He's a kicker. You know. All right. Now we've beat around the bush. Who's your favorite fucking skill, Zach? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. That's. I mean, it changed. It changed weekly. I never had one consistent guy. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Taylor and David Montgomery both played big for you down the stretch there, and Justin Jefferson was a nice piece as well. So there's some uh, big trades you swung in the middle of the season there, man. See, exactly. Picked up some, picked up some good guys that brought me, brought me to the championship. You know, I started with. You know what's crazy is you sent a lot of talent away in those trades too with Tyree Kill and, but you know you got a nice return at the time and they weren't as as uh, mm-hmm. as valuable as they were, and then later on they started to pick up a lot of shit. 
Yeah, I couldn't believe what Dave Montgomery did, man. That blew my mind as a Bears fan. <laughs> of the two guys you traded away, who was the guy you like? Kind of had the most like traders remorse on. Uh, obviously, Hill. I, I would oh, watch him yeah, and be like, yeah. oh, "Fucker." Forty-five yeah. points later, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Tyreek Hill was amazing, but yeah, I mean, you you look at it and uh, who did you get from Justin Jefferson and Taylor? Hey, right? Taylor. Was Taylor. Told everyone yeah, that was they were both huge down the stretch, man. So that was talent for talent. It ended up. Yeah, man. Those trades ended up working out nice for you. I thought. I I I I think they kind of keyed you up nicely. And a lot of them I missed too. So it worked out. It was interesting too. I felt like uh Zach wasn't very active on the waiver wire for most of the year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he had like ten going in final week. It's crazy. Yeah. But I think it, I've I've tried to tell you, Brad, that I think that flexibility is really good. If you didn't have flexibility in those last few weeks to really just do whatever the fuck you want, when it comes to blocking people, when it comes to fucking picking up people, I think it's important. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. You could have done that if you had moves. If you had saved moves throughout the year, you could have just said, no, I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to block him. Well, whatever they start You're going to start him. You probably would have ended up starting him, I think, week 15. Maybe week 15, but it couldn't have started week 14. Week 15, though. Maybe. You didn't need him week 14. That is a good point. Well, uh, right, you well. want to wrap up our Zach portion? Cool. Yeah, Zach, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you got anything else to say, man? For yourself? <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself, Zach? I'm a young viewer <laughs> to you right now. Yeah, talk to our different demographic. Um... <laughs> To the rookies or to the uh, the, the, the non-smokers? The non-smokers. Wait, you don't smoke? Oh, I didn't. I didn't know he didn't smoke. He smokes. Oh, maybe not. Uh, he literally cartridge not that long ago, so I know he's. <laughs> I don't know one from your work, but Zach. <laughs> Um, I enjoyed the season. I, and it. Looked, <laughs> I cannot wait for a, another championship year next year. Oh, confidence. Please. That's good. He won't make the playoffs. We got the different format next year. No. He won't even make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's riding high, man. He came into this league uh, like I – Said a bunch of grizzled vets in the rook turned it upside down in 2020 and snagged. He said, that, I like to call her a bad bitch of a trophy. If you could think of a name for her this year, Zach, let me know. He's like we a young on a official going name. for a quickie. Going for a quickie? Yeah, that's the name of the yeah. trophy, Brad? Young pup. Young that's pup. what you are, like a young pup going for a quickie. Did he bring <laughs> his goat this time, or is he like uh? Did you guys already kill that? No, Dimitri? He's not here. He's back in U- Ukraine right now. He almost came out. Yeah, I heard the fucking Dimitri no. coming. No, that was the Rounders boat. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't know what that is. <laughs> Rounders, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Everybody hey, who comes on here knows who Dimitri is for some reason. So I think Dimitri's a popular guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 
friend. He's a nice guy. So people like. So he's good. Uh. But sadly, Gold is dead. It's a shitty winter. Got hungry. So how do we? Made nice coat though. Keeps keeps warm. Did you trade him for a bottle of vodka at least? No, ate ate everything, even eyes. Ugh, the eyes. Even yes, the most delicious part. Uh, well, there's some harsh winters out there in the Ukraine. So. I had to eat a finger last winter, so this is uh, better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to wear a hoodie in Arizona, and it's like 65 out, so you tell Ooh, me that. Must be rough. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Zach. Well, hey, man. Appreciate, appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you coming on, buddy. Glad you had an awesome year, for real. And uh, about that money, bro. So I got to check my accounts. I got some overdrafts. You know, got to get those all cleared up. You get paid uh, when you get paid. I'll hit you up you know, <laughs> before next season starts. Talk to me. Okay. Work. Okay. Vouchers. Vouchers. <laughs> or you could cash in those store credits we talked about too. Vouchers. I think you should look into those. The vouchers. I think it's best you pay me for security, and then I I give money to him. Oh, he's like extorting him now. Yeah. Wow. No. No. It's Dimitri security. was trying to fucking get his, uh, his, his uh, security. Here's yeah. what happens when you. We have a fantasy advisor. Yeah. You got to pay the piper. I ensure that money stays flowing. It's good, good deal for you. Seems to make sense. I don't know. Think on that deal, Zach. Take, That's not to say no. Take the advice. You can, get, <laughs> you can become another financial advisor to your fellow listeners. You know? What's your, what's your guys' price? Personal advisors. What's your price for the year? 1000 one thousand, but I get you trophy, so it's good, right? Oh, you like get you plaque. Americans like stupid little plaque, you know. <laughs> we we like more. Oh, I'm gonna dig the fuck out of the name on the plaque. But it's good deal. You think? You page me, I call you back, and it works out well. You still got a pager, Dimitri? Is that what I'm... Since, since early nineties. <laughs> yes. Oh, I met this guy, Mister Beeper, one time, and uh, he he gave me a good deal. Did you meet JJ? JJ, yes. You know him too. He's the king of beepers. Yes. The lots, king. lots. All right, champ. Congrats, yep. for real, man. You did it. So thank you. Thanks for uh, being a good sport, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed your rookie season, man, because I guarantee you'll be back next year to defend that trophy. I did. I'm definitely hooked. Um, Sweet. So um, I'm coming back and uh, ready to dominate once again. <laughs> uh, Brad gave me a message to read. He says, Zach, um, con- congratulations. Uh, choke on chicken bone. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Dimitri, can, not you, sure. uh, can you ask Brad how talk? he felt when he held the trophy? Oh, I I need to write. Hold on, let me find pen. 
I don't have a pen. He he doesn't have a pen. You don't have a pen. You don't need a. You don't need a. No, pen? I need to write. He he says a million fucking words. I I need to write. So. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't like, think he's gonna it, get that message. I think it's probably for the best. Big fucking novel, the end, and I'm like, wait, what? So I need <laughs> pen. Okay, he doesn't have a pen. It's probably for the best. That's good. Um, you, you, really... you text him directly. Oh. <laughs> Say that shit to his face. I think he's saying. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was looking at him. I. That's not him. He's not here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Zach, now I think you just need to click that exit session button oh. over there. Leave session. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to leave. That's rude. <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> Great. Give him a fuck. Where is that? Like, it's a bunch of shit. Dude, Zach's still here? What the fuck happened? Uh, shut up. Get that out, dude. Yeah. Okay, Mm-hmm. Earlier he was crying. <laughs> Wait, now you want to leave? First you're like, cool, let's have fun. Now you're just like, dude, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Actually, so if he's going to stay, let's fuck just move dude. on. Let's I'm trying to get out of here. No, you got to leave now. You're in, you're in the warp hole. Yeah. You can't ever Brad wants you to go. Brad heard some shit. He, he wants you to go. I, I got a text about it. You got to go. Oh, he froze he up. Maybe no, he's playing you. He's doing you. Ah, no, he froze up. Yeah, like, he froze up. He froze All up. Right. Peace. Peace. <laughs> all right, all right. So we're gonna smoke a little weed and do the fancy fuck words or what? <laughs> Thanks about it. that time, man. Let's do it, man. All right. Well, uh, wrap <laughs> up uh, that interview with our newly crowned champ, the Rook. Zach uh, came from literally out of nowhere to <laughs> snag the highly coveted trophy. And Rich, uh, just listen to that interview, man. Sounds to me like you have a hold the trophy in a high regard, my friend. Oh, I do. I absolutely do. I think it's a beautiful trophy. I think it's definitely worthy of what what it is for us, what it, what it means to win this league, man. It's 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 a representation of that. So I definitely hold it in high regard. I think is how I would put it. I think it should be treated as such. Sweet. Well, on that note, let's uh, kick back. What do you guys say? It's uh, that's our ah demerit. Demerit. You almost went a perfect season with no demerits, man. Oh, wow. Dude. Mark, you're the 
I train that just flew off the track, bro. Just gone. Mark wow. Mark Like, <laughs> I was out traveling over a canyon. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, the look on your face when it happened to you, just like, what? <laughs> what now? <laughs> Next thing you know, he's going to have an update. That would be classic. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I apologize. Let's let's try that transition again there, Mark. <laughs> uh, back off the truck on that one. All right. Here we go. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, so we were gonna I don't even know what I was talking about, man. We're we'll smoking weed. Oh yeah, it's, it's time time. <laughs> Should have known that by now. Duh, Brad. <laughs> the last intermission of the 2020 football fantasy football season, man. So let it. There we go. Let the people smoke. know it is time to smoke the Buddha. I like calling it Buddha. <laughs> it's been a long time since I heard Buddha. Let's smoke the Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's old school shit. I like that. Ganj, ganj, yeah. Let's yeah. smoke the ganj. It's <laughs> good shit. Uh, I've been smoking the ganj the whole episode. How about you, Brad? I've seen you on your shetta. Yeah, I, I think I'm at like six or seven hits, so. Dudes, I, I didn't get to tell you all about the the schnugans, oh. uh, the schnugans, and then uh, man, what was the other one? But Jay Shock. and Silent Bob, Snoochie Boochies, bro. Snoochies Boochies, oh yeah, the Snoochies Boochies, which was the sativa. This is Jay and Silent Bob stuff. Strain, strain specific from oh, Jay and amazing. Silent Bob. Amazing marijuanas that they gave me, uh, cannabis products, just fucking absolutely out of out of control, man. Uh, they're call them lunar modules, so yeah. I got some of those. Um, the Schnugans is the indica, man. The Schnugans, it, it, there's a lot of it. <laughs> the Schnugans. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's so funny, man. I, I can't believe it. And the hybrid just, strain is called Berserker. If anybody wants to check out the Jay and Silent Bob weed, there's cool, uh, Snoochie Boochie's Berserker and Schnoogans. Schnoogans. Uh, so, yeah, I had to try it out, man. I, I, they had it there at Cure Relief this weekend, and I was like, you know what? I got to try it out. So we got that. Uh, gave that some some bowls this week. Um they were fucking dope, man. The Schnugans was this just perfect body high, man. Like I, I don't really dig a, a full on indica, which this is, and uh, but I'll tell you, it's like this body high. I didn't get tired right away. Like it wasn't like sleepy eye Joe afterwards. It was just like body high, perfect numbed body high. Um, I didn't get like huge munchies or anything. It's just perfect, man. We watched some shows. We were watching Fargo. Um, that was fucking sick, and then we just fucking slept, man. I had I had the best night of sleep, so I fucking I was digging on that shit, and and the Snoochies was pretty cool too, man. I didn't feel like it was like crazy sativa land, but I, I did feel like it was definitely good. And I I enjoyed the flavor. 
Well, you said it wasn't uh, Sleepy Eye Joe, but was it uh, Cotton Eye Joe or Cotton Mouth Joe? Cotton Mouth Joe? Uh, no, I didn't really particularly get any Cotton Mouth. No, <laughs> Cotton Mouth Joe. Uh, no, man, that's what I'm saying. I, I think it was really fine, man. I, I paid a good price for it, so it was. It had to be worth it, but I feel it was, a, it was definitely worth it. I'll keep it around here for a little while and. Well, maybe uh, Kevin Smith or, you know, one of the guys is listening and they'll send us all some free samples because I would like to try that out, too. Oh, man. Yeah. Once this stupid ass pandemic stuff is over, I'll fucking spark it up, man. I'm sure it'll be around, but that's that's the thing, man. I, uh, the other thing I've been kind of griping about lately, though, is I can't get my Keith Colas anywhere. They're, they're nowhere to be found all of a sudden. So well, yeah, you're not about so much. You drink them all. Do you think yeah, our so listeners yeah, are going to the shelves and listen to what we say? Well, that's, that's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never talking about a good product. And now, now look what's going to happen with my schnoogans. <laughs> you think I'm getting oh. DK Metcalf next year, Rich? No. You ain't. No, you I ain't, ain't getting it. And then you ain't getting no you, keep cola. You ain't getting them for 12 bucks. I can tell you that. <laughs> I ain't getting them for 25. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> all right we should crank we've fucking we've had a long episode let's get into the fun 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 stuff right fun, fun times fun fun times i'm pretty stoned so i had Wait. one of those drinks today too oh the happy hour ones one of those happy hours i nice. like this one but the citrus punch is the best one dude it's fucking awesome Alright guys, we are going to wrap up another glorious edition of that Herbal Intermission and transition to the long-awaited, long-delayed Fantasy Fuck Awards <laughs> of 2020. You know, uh, we were trying to figure out the best week to slot this and then, you know, whatever, we're so much crazy football and fantasy action going on. But here we are at the end of the season and, yeah, we're going to let it rip on some Fantasy fuck awards. I mean, roll out the red carpet, Brad. The paparazzi are here. The flash bulbs are popping, man. How's it feel? Feels good, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, season. I mean, even though it was not what I wanted, it still was a good season for COVID reasons and everything. We still got through it. You know, no one dropped their entire team. Everyone. I mean, there was Turtle picked up that one guy in the end. But that was. Uh, I don't think that was an intentional thing. That was just an overlooked type thing. So I think overall it was a really nice season. I agree. I, 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 it's a red carpet, man. You're going to come in like popping, dude. Fucking yeah. award show, oh, dog. You might be getting some of these, Brad. So. Yeah. Uh, you're you're at least a nominee, I would assume. On, Get on the very wheel many barrel already, bro. <laughs> All right, guys, the first award we're going to dish out, and this one, you know, pretty straightforward. It's a dynamic duo award, and, you know, just this goes to the squad that has the, you know, basically two most dynamic players, in my opinion, on their team, skill players. And uh I'll tell you who I went with, our buddy Sorope, with his combo of Delvin Cook and Adam Thielen. That's who I gave it to. Interesting, interesting. I think that's definitely the the top guy. That's a, that's in there. I had one that I thought it might be. I thought it, for a while it might be Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. 
Yes. Interesting that they're on the. It's interesting that they're on the, like the same team, though. <laughs> <laughs> the the duos of actual duos in life. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I like that one. Any thoughts, Brad? Uh, well, it's kind of. I would kind of go like the Dalvin Dak to, and then the Dalvin Thielen. So that was kind of nice. Well, yeah. Do you do you include quarterbacks? Because, like, to me, for a little while, I I would have. Well, I mean, it sucks because we didn't delineate, but between like thirteen and sixteen now. But like for up until like week thirteen, I think I would have thought Kyler Murray and Derrick Henry was kind of like uh, a pretty dynamic duo. Oh, I think that could have sure been there. Yeah, yeah. But no, I I could roll with Cook and Cook and Thielen because yeah. they were they were cooking and they were good for almost cooking. forty each week. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to have two that's like kind of guaranteeing you 40 is pretty sick. Sweet. So, Sorov, go ahead and put that on your mantle, buddy. And next award up is the Triple Threat Award. So, same idea, but just uh, the trio, the stable of studs. And, Brad, get ready. I'm about to raise some gold down on your dome, buddy, because you get the Triple Threat Award for – your trio of DK Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, and AJ Brown. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they were a nasty trio. I have no argument with that. Actually, that's 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 the one I had down. That's what I thought. I I thought that was the one. Just just from the perspective of we'd never really seen that before of having three basically top five wide receivers on your roster. So I I, I think we'd never seen that happen in our league or. Or most leagues don't really see that happen. So sweet, Brad. How's it feel, man? You've been awarded your first fantasy fuck of twenty twenty. Uh, are you going to Disneyland? Uh, no, fuck Disneyland. I'm going to Six Flags. <laughs> yeah, it's way cooler, man. Sweet. All right, uh, next one up on the list, guys. I'm not sure if we'll have some differing thoughts on this one. So this is the Wizard of the Wire. This is a pretty prestigious award, I would say. It is for the waiver ad of the year. You know, uh, it's always a big deal. You know, you get a guy that just kind of carries your squad, a little diamond in the rough off the waivers. So the guy I went with, and I do have some honorable mentions. Uh, I'll go ahead and say the honorable mentions first. So the first honorable mention is Justin Herbert, picking him up off the wire. I thought that was huge for – Leave it on the grass. And then Justin Jefferson, you know, Brad, you picked him up. You used him as a nice trade chip. But for me, the guy, the waiver ad of the year, James Robinson for Team Picklebacks. That's it, man. That's what I'm going with. I totally agree. Top five, top six running back. Uh, It's always huge to find that off the wire, bro. I I agree. That's it. I think that was exactly the the order I had it in too. Honorable mentions, exactly right. And you have to in our league, you're going to have to go with um, with the running back who ends up being a top five running back. I mean, you pick that up on the waiver wire. That's awesome. That's <laughs> you. That's not. There's nothing better than that, man. That's a great feeling. All right, award number four. Uh, let's see here. This is the dope bonehead drop of the year. Uh, this is always a tough one to determine. Everybody usually has a few drops that are regrettable, uh, even the best of us. But Brad, I'm doing twice trophy, the same guy. My friend, 
Uh, that is going to be the. I mean, this guy looks like an absolute machine out there. Cam Akers yeah. has done nothing but tore it up since he left Urasura. I also threw myself in his honorable mention for dropping the Washington D early in the season. I was super fired yeah. up when I picked them up, and then I was clearing space on my roster for whatever reason. I believed in the Bears D. And, uh, yeah, Washington D's cranked it up at the end of the year. So well, Chase Young was, got hurt there when he dropped him, I think. He was hurt for a little bit. Too, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's a rough one. I think you, you got to take that one, Brad. And I did have an honorable mention of another guy. What, Brad? Take it twice. I dropped him yeah, twice. Especially because you dropped him twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, definitely, you, win this, you win this over and over. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> I had an honorable mention. We could I, at least throw somebody else out there under the bus. Um, <laughs> uh, Toby's drop of uh, Robert Tanyan. I thought that was ended up being pretty bad. Like, I mean, he just he backed himself into that corner with it. But uh, Tanyan ends up being. I think I got. I as of week sixteen, he was the number three tight end. So oh, that's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. But that's also that was also some mismanagement that led him down that path. Trickery mind games, maybe. <laughs> well, not everybody's lucky enough to have a fantasy advisor on their side, you know. Yeah. Very, very good point, Mark. Yeah. Is it? I have a fantasy yeah. mind fucker sitting across from me in the podcast every single week, <laughs> this week. Yeah. Uh, He's one of the same. Same, same guy. Same guy. Same guy. It's crazy. Then he's nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's another one, guys. The draft steal of the year. So went back and looked at the draft. And, you know, there was a lot of guys that went on to have good years, and then, you know, there's a lot of guys that had big injuries. But just price-wise, in our auction draft league, we had the $200 budget. Everybody remembers. And uh, – Two guys that I identified was DK Metcalf and Kyler Murray. So they're going to split that award for me. They were both in the like $12, $13 range and the seasons those guys had. Yeah. Yeah. Those were steals. DK had a better last four weeks. And uh, then, yeah, I would say so. But yeah, otherwise, I definitely agree with Kyler. They, they Who was the, oh, Kyler. Kyler was the other one. Yeah, I, I think those are good. I had Ed had before he got injured at the end there, too. I had Antonio Gibson for six bucks. I thought that was pretty good. Nice. He's getting pretty good fucking value out of that before he got injured there. So I that's a that's a name for next year, by the way. Antonio Gibson next year is going to be fucking pretty sick. I think he's got top 12 potential. Um, yeah, okay. Wait, next up. Come collect your hardware. Uh, I'm going to go with the fantasy MVP. And this one, it's like, you know, it's up for debate, obviously, depending if you want to go with the quarterback or Derrick Henry's in the conversation. But I went with Devontae Adams because the stat he scored in, like, was it nine straight games or something? Maybe it was eight straight games, but uh, just absolute beast all year. So Devontae Adams, to me, was the fantasy MVP of 2020. Yeah, I'm thinking Henry or Cook I'd have to go with. Mm. Henry was amazing too, no doubt. And Cook, both of them, yeah. Yeah, because those guys are getting like forty point games constantly. So yeah, I think if we go to week sixteen, we I would go with Henry. If we're going to week sixteen, I'd go with Henry. 
because he's he's otherworldly. But um, I don't well, know. I think there's Josh a few in the conversation too. If you're looking at quarterbacks, yeah, I mean, I think Alvin Kamara should be in that conversation really too. Like, there's kind of a few different guys there. I'll tell you what, man. I guarantee there's some uh, leagues out there, Rich, where somebody's going, yo, <laughs> Alvin Kamara's my fantasy MVP because yeah. <laughs> 54 points in week 16, uh, boom. That's about that's about when it matters the most, I guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, For sure, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we could cut this or whatever. How many more you guys want to get to? I know you uh, – uh, I don't know. It uh... – Hit, hit whatever, hit whatever other ones you want to hit. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Oh, you did miss. Um, you missed the overpay one. I, I felt like I had one on there. Like that oh. should have been mine. Okay. Go <laughs> back. But I, I mean, I don't think you got it. You don't think you gave it to me, obviously. But I, I think I deserve it on one. Actually, I found one that I, I deserve it on. Yeah, I did have a guy in mind, but it wasn't your guy. But okay, the massive draft overpay of the year, uh, Rich. Massively overpaid on who you got? Dash. Clyde Edwards Elair. Dash. What'd you man, pay? Put too much faith in. Fifty-six. Yeah. It's an overpay. Running back on the Chiefs, man. We talked about that in preseason, man. Like his price was going to be up there. We just had a feeling because of the him being yeah. a rookie on that offense. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't get to that production. Like, I, I, I have a lot of faith in him, and I see the talent that he has. Um, so I, I'll be maybe pretty heavily interested in him next year. But for fifty six, man, that's not the right production for that. You know, it's pretty bad. I, I did see Mark Ingram for like thirty nine bucks in our league too. Oh, that's bad. That's a rough one. Yeah, that, that one was pretty bad. Michael Thomas for fifty. Zach Moss well, for that- seventeen. Yeah, injury stuff. I mean, yeah, obviously Zach Moss should have been a dollar that I paid seventeen for. You paid you paid twenty six for the backfield for the Buffalo backfield. Yeah, it's uh, well, it didn't work out for me in that regard, did it? I bet if you took that out of your season, that would have that would have really helped your season this year, because it fucked you up, man. Because you're going back and forth, you like fucking. It did, and dude, I'm telling you, I keep saying, telling Brad, like I was ready to go big on DK, and by that time, I'd run out of money. DK got nominated late, kind of late, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I was sitting back, fucking waiting, waiting. I had all my money in the end. I wanted to get all my guys. Oh, well, you guys will like this one. Uh, I did. Our our newly crowned champ, he's going to take home a couple of awards tonight. Uh, Rich? Okay. Yeah, these are some some ones that maybe weren't on the original list. So (laughs) not only does he get the Lucky Horseshoe Award, so put that one on your mantle, Zach. Uh, The Golden Horseshoe was firmly – implanted where the sun don't shine on your playoff run and everything like that. But, hey, man, luck is part of the game, and uh, you got a trophy to show for it. But also you get this other one. you got a trifecta of trophies to go on your man. The Asleep at the Wheel Award. And this is for Zach forgetting that they play football on Thursday night as the playoffs yeah. were beginning. Yes. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was oh. actually a funny one. He texted me saying, like, oh, my God, the fucking game has started. And I was sitting next to Danielle, and she literally goes, even I know there's a game on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. I will say, the NFL has managed to play a game on every single day of the week this year. So it has been yeah. a little uh, topsy-turvy, but, I mean, you're in the playoffs, buddy. That could have cost him the game, but it didn't. And he uh, kept uh, right on winning. He had a, he had a lot a lot of nice uh, things go his way. That's for sure. So, yeah, he had, he had every every little thing lined up for Zach, and he was on his way to a championship. Little did we know. All right, guys, I got one more award. Uh, this is one that I just thought of recently because I don't think we talked about it in that episode because it was such a long week and a crazy week, but. The best Thanksgiving Day feast of the year. So take it back to Turkey Day. And uh, the former commish, the OG Sorrow, I'm going to give this one to him as he put up 65 points on Turkey Day with Antonio Gibson, Will Fuller, and uh, he had the kicker, Matt Prater, going about 65 points between those three guys, man. So I'm sure he feasted and he was full on Turkey Day. I had just tried to trade for Will Fuller before that, too. Oh, well, then he got popped for PD, so. Right, I know. (laughs) I went after Will Fuller pretty heavy. I wanted him, man. So I wouldn't give him up. But I don't know. I I was thinking about that. I don't remember ever having a uh, Thanksgiving where my team just went, and like you're going into the weekend, you know, like from those uh, guys too, Antonio Gibson and Will Fuller and a yeah, kicker. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I'm being a big win for him. He put up like 113 that week. So, like oh, you know uh, that was funny. It was the young, young way cool. He yeah. was like killed people all year with his leg and this and that. Very last kick of the year, he missed. Yeah. Man. Unreal. I was like, what if people needed that like one kick? Like, ah, oh, this guy's always the guy hasn't missed yeah. one all year. You and know, then, you absolutely know that there was this many people who could have used that that kick. There that's that's the numbers game of what we play, that there was that many people out there that were going, dude, if you would have just made that fucking kick, I don't know It's the sixth game we play. That's what you say, man. <laughs> Uh, you guys got any awards you want to toss out there? Uh, I got the big fuck you award, and I gave fuck it to you. Zach. Okay. <laughs> I think he will accept that award. It's, it's not up to uh, him. How about the uh, don't let the door hit you, uh, old champion Jay Sia? You ain't don't let champion the door hit you. <laughs> I like that award. We give that to the outgoing champ every single year. Don't let the door hit you. Yeah. <laughs> and don't fuck See up that it. trophy. Yeah. There's already been parameters established if you dent the trophy. <laughs> Your face. I think, yeah, I'd rather it be that than the fucking points, actually. That, yeah. that seems like more of a threat, right? Yeah, Mark, literally, I used to punch two by four strengthening my knuckles to, so like, if I hit him or anyone in our league, I will crush your face. Uh, 
I don't know, man. You're so chill with all those Venom extracts. I don't think you'd get to that point, Brad. Oh, yeah. It'd take me a lot, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. If I got there, watch out. Somebody <laughs> fucks with that fucking trophy. I think that might do it, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially if it was having neglect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, accidents happen. You- Everyone understands accidents, but neglect is something else. Yeah. Yes. Neglect I can't handle. I can't put up with it. <laughs> How do you not talk to it every day before you go to work? Check in with your trophy. Yeah. Dude, I would so read big time stories. Yeah, like, I mean, like, literally, like, spend some time with it, like, you know, cuddle up, say, like you said, read a story, like, I mean, what else are you going to do? You, you you get the right kind of oil to clean them up, shine them up. Like, you you, know, you can't let it get dusty, man. You got a point there, Rich. Uh, a yeah. former champion in this league that I happen to be related to, you know, he had a lot of dust in his house. He's always doing projects and everything. One day when he was champ, I was over there. It's a little bit dusty. Clean that off. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. (laughs) Unacceptable. You you get a rag. You get the right. um, There's this right solvent cleaner. It's just like perfect. It butters it up, man. Gets it nice and shiny. Like, take care of the trophy. That's all I'm saying. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap up that award show. Is the they're giving me the hook and the side of the stage there, man? They're yanking me off of there. So we gotta get the fuck out of here. Uh, that was good. That was fun times, though, man. And uh, I don't know. I yeah. guess uh, any thoughts as we kind of wrap up this fantasy season, guys? It's been uh, called it a wild ride. It's been a crazy experience doing this podcast, but it's been fun shit, man. Yeah, I think we gotta get that van fixed and do it again. Yeah, you know, get the yeah. We've got a little while. Get the van fixed and. Be ready for its trek again. Yeah. I'm sitting in my backyard up on blocks right now, so I'll get to we it. Got like a, we got a thousand bucks we could throw into those repairs. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Thanks, Good Zach. point, man. Zach didn't read the fine print. No, nope. he didn't. He only <laughs> gets the, fixes the van. <laughs> <laughs> he can come on the trip, though. It sounded like that would appease him. Uh, yeah, I'll give him shotgun. We'll if he fixes up the van, he can ride shotgun. That's all right. He, he's not going to be allowed to talk, though. He'll just no. sit there. He can Dude, just be don't talk. Yeah. Listen to the music. <laughs> 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 no, man, it's been a good season, man. It was, it was quite the experience. Uh, fucking A, fantasy season's over. I'm excited for some playoff action. But, yeah, um, fucking cool season, man. 2021. It's a new era. Moving on. <laughs> Flip the page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you want to talk about any 2021, Rich? <laughs> fuck no, man. We've gone long <laughs> as fuck. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you drop this next week or something, man. and be like, oh, yeah. We did that episode. All right, gentlemen. Good season. Let's smoke on some of those moon rocks one of these days. Something. Okay. I know, man. I'm fucking ready to fucking get over this fucking thing. No, no, dude. I'm this shit. I know it, broham. But it's kind of cool that throughout all this shit, there's a lot of other people that probably haven't done shit for the last nine months, and we yeah. have something cool that we accomplished. So it's there. Cool. It's 
It's there for eternity. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> I don't know if aliens can hear our podcast. <laughs> I'm literally going to try and run for president, and this thing is going to fucking halt my it's campaign. all up, dude. Yeah. yeah. You can't be president they're, now. They're going to be digging this out the dirt. <laughs> See, you know, he used to voice a Russian drunk guy named Dimitri. <laughs> they called him the Dab King. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, shit. Alright, I'm gonna stop this fucker. You guys better entertain me.